0: This is AFCast, the video game podcast, and here's your host, Malcolm Schiever.
1: Um, so it's like marketing, it's PR, it's, it's community. And to be honest, that's why I knew I wanted to be a really good community manager. I wanted to be the best community manager I could be.
0: Marketing is one of the most important jobs for any industry. They need to not only get people interested in their product, in this case, video games, but they also need to keep the players interested in the product as well. Today, we have a very special guest, Carrie Bland. She is a community manager at Ubisoft and will be sharing some useful information on video game marketing. Uh, welcome to the show, Carrie.
1: Hello, happy to be here.
0: Um, so, our, my first question for you is What is your educational background and training background for your job?
1: So as far as just, you know, straight up education goes, I have a bachelor's degree in digital marketing and I have a master's degree in public relations. But before I ever even went to school for those things, um, I spent a lot of years in like sales jobs, which really does give you um, a lot of training as far as like just interacting with people and you get to know some best practices and I learned a lot from that. And then I was also a community manager for the Halo division of the PMS clan and then I was the community director for PMS H2O clan before I came on with Ubisoft and I learned a ton about community doing that.
0: I bet that's uh, that's a lot of stuff that you've (laughs) gone around and done especially with what were the degrees again you said bachelor
1: I have a bachelor's in digital marketing and then a master's degree in public relations
0: okay got you besides like your training and educational what is like your gaming background for this stuff
1: oh my gosh so I've basically been a gamer since my mom came home with the Atari 2600 when I was like three. So I've been gaming a really long time. Um, I just, I fell in love back then. Like originally I was really into platformers and RPGs and then I started getting into um, more like survival horror games. And then eventually I got into competitive gaming. I think the first game that I really got competitive with was Dance Dance Revolution. But then I started getting into the shooter scene, and I was playing a lot of like uh, Halo. And um, right before I came on with Ubisoft, I was streaming Ghost Recon Phantoms full time. So,
0: yeah, I think I I think I saw uh, that you worked on a project with Ghost Recon Phantoms, or at least just played it. I don't know. Maybe that was just the broadcasting part of it.
1: That that was the first game that I was brought on with Ubisoft to be community manager for was Ghost Recon Phantoms. And then oh. it evolved into I started working on Ghost Recon Wildlands. And now I work on Trials and Just Dance and Watchdogs.
0: Yeah, Ghost Recon Wildlands is probably one of my favorite games. So thank you for that. Thank you for the help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I worked on it for over three years so it's like still yeah it's still like very near and dear to my heart i'll always have serious love for the entire ghost recon franchise
0: even with the new game breakpoint i think i'm still not sure i'm tied between breakpoint and wildlands now with the ghost recon games but ghost recon has actually pretty much all the tom clancy series has been a huge just I don't know i've been a huge fan of the tom clancy series for a very long time now so
1: that's a fair thing to be a fan of i mean my myself like i like the books i like the movies i like the games i really like i like, the I like well. all of it so yeah
0: yeah um so have so like when you actually are marketing these games are you required to play those games when you do it uh and yeah
1: so i'm not like required to play the games but it helps like if you're trying to engage and talk with the community about a game it really helps to know what they're talking about like it makes it really hard if you have no idea what they're saying to you um plus like just for me because i am a very competitive person i don't want to be personally associated with anything that i'm bad at um, in fact like right now trial with trials because that was a game that before I worked on it I hadn't really played before and so I have a regular stream on one of our official twitch channels that weekly deals with me getting better at the game because I just can't I can't be better I can't allow myself to just be bad at a game, <laughs> you know, I especially understand that completely. That, like I'm associated with. So uh, I always do play the games and I play them a lot, um, but I'm, you know, I'm not required to, I mean, I guess you could just read up on the things, but that's not how I personally like to do it.
0: I didn't really make the connection before, but now that I'm thinking about it, like it, it's not the exact same thing, but it's kind of the same thing when I'm doing a review of a game. Like I feel like I really have to know my stuff and I feel really embarrassed. Like I don't tell anyone, but I feel really embarrassed whenever I get a even a tiny detail wrong in one of my reviews of a game.
1: See, like, I'm the same way. I'm yeah. I'm like a gaming perfectionist. Like I have to feel like I'm I'm a subject matter expert at all times.
0: I also feel like oh. I'm failing my fan base.
1: <laughs> oh, come on now. It's not like that. But I mean, it is, you know, it's it's nice to whether you're viewing or whether you're a community manager or if you're in marketing, um, it's good to always come from an informed space, like just to to know what you're talking about instead of just reading about it and then being like, oh, well, I think this is a thing. You know, it's always better <laughs> to be more informed than not. Yeah, in my opinion.
0: So so what do you do on a daily basis as a community manager then?
1: Oh, man, there's really a lot of moving parts to the daily life of a CM. Like uh, we get involved in whatever conversations are happening within the communities that we work with. We also make sure to report to the development team any concerns, questions, praises anything that we're seeing within the community um some days we may have live streams like i do sometimes for my brands or we might do other content creation um regardless we're always looking for like new ways to engage with our communities
0: yeah it's, it's always a good thing to reach out as far as you can with that, with some of that stuff especially so how do you feel that your role contributes to the ubisoft marketing team
1: so like if you think of marketing as kind of like an acquisition team like they're there to get people to come to the game and play it Um, yeah the community manager and the community team you could think of as more retention like uh we're there to to keep them engaged, making sure that their needs are being met, overall, making sure that they're essentially having the best possible experiences with our games,
0: so how did you get interested in uh, in like marketing and stuff like that? like what made you want to go to college for uh, p r and yeah, and marketing? Oh,
1: man, that's. <laughs> That's like a really, that's a really big question. So my my dad was a, started off as a news anchor and then he was a public relations guy for the electric company in Mississippi where I grew up. And I would just watch him like go to these conferences and like he would have me involved in like, pamphlets because you know, this was people were upset about nuclear energy and he had me involved in like uh some pr programs for that and so i got to see what he did on a public relations side growing up and i always thought that that was really interesting i like i love making people feel good and i thought that you know like public relations and even marketing you're you're helping people feel good about a product or a company or whatever and then gaming is something that i'm super passionate about and then getting into competitive gaming and then doing community work with the with the pms clan i i really liked the feeling of also bringing people together so for me community management is a complete melting pot of certain marketing skills because you know, you are, you, you still are part of the marketing team technically, but then there's public relations because people get upset and, and, and then it's kind of on your shoulders to help people feel better about the product and to to calm them and to make them understand that the company's listening to them and things like that. And that's something that I get really excited about. Um, so it's like marketing, it's PR, it's it's community. And to be honest, that's why I knew I wanted to be a really good community manager. I wanted to be the best community manager I could be. So that's why my degrees are as they are. That's why I got a bachelor's in digital marketing, because I knew I would need those skills. I would also need to know what a marketing focused team would want from someone in my position speaking to the community to be able to better uh, align what I'm doing with what they need. And then I got my master's degree in public relations because it's sort of the same thing. That's kind of the other side of it. You know, there is some sort of pr type work that goes into it and i wanted to be able to also align myself with the public relations team and understand what their needs would be from a community manager so since you can't really go to school for community management in my mind those were the two degrees that fit best to have a really good skill set for what i'm doing that was a really long answer to a short question and i apologize no
0: it's it's great the more (laughs) detailed the better um so like so so like for you the community part of community manager is a huge essential like if like you wouldn't choose any other word for community manager whatsoever
1: no i i really wouldn't it's uh, like i said it's it's sort of part of the marketing team it's it's sort of like pr except you're dealing directly with the players instead of like media outlets um but i think it's just so important because it community work helps people feel like they're a part of something and I feel like in you know today people want to feel like they're a part of something they want to feel like uh, when they go to game they want to feel like they're playing with their friends they're they're a part of this process they're essentially a part of that game's family and I like I like doing work that helps people get that feeling that helps them feel like I'm not just playing this game and putting it down and and the company doesn't care what my thoughts are or you know i don't have friends on this game or whatever i help people um you know engage with other players and and you know understand that yes the dev team does want your opinion and they are listening to you and you know it's just it's it makes it all so much bigger and more awesome than just saying you know uh, i like this game like no i'm i am a part of uh, the Ghost Recon community, I'm a part of the Trials community, the Just Dance community, Assassin's Creed, you know, whatever. It's It just makes it just happier, I guess.
0: It also must feel amazing to be like I was a part of this big game for so long, getting people interested in playing this game, building this fan base and everything like that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But for me, the, the more rewarding part of it, it's less about, um, Oh, look at, you know, what I did to get, you know, all these people to do this thing and more, uh, what really gets me excited is, is more like, um, Oh, look, these people might not have been happy about something in the game and i helped facilitate that feedback to the develop team development team and made changes that made them happy like that's like my whole goal i just want people to be happy and have fun and to feel like i've said a billion times listened to and like they're a part of it and i love uh you know there were things in wildlands that um we were getting feedback on like uh blouse boots people wanted blouse boots for their characters they want to be able to tuck their boots into their she or tuck their pants into their boots and like blouse the pants out and i relentlessly (laughs) told the development team that that was something that the players were wanting and so they went and they tried to make it happen for wildlands and they couldn't make it happen for wildlands but they did make it happen in breakpoint and that was a change that happened that was directly based on feedback that i brought from the community to the development team and so it's it's things like that that are just like super rewarding to me
0: yeah i mean that that would definitely make sense cuz i mean there are definitely sometimes when i complain about games and i've seen other people complain about games as well but no one ever really responds to them or they kind of just blow them off in a polite way um, so it's it's nice to hear that there are uh, people in marketing that actually care so <laughs> so thank you um, but you from what I know, Ubisoft has always done a great job with uh, you know listening to the players' needs uh, and wants for games uh, um, so what marketing uh, techniques have? you have seen have the most success over your career
1: so as far as marketing goes um, there's a lot of focus on marketing on like behavior like you've got to know the behaviors of the people you're marketing to in order to like plan the most successful marketing campaign and even in community I feel like knowing behaviors is extremely important because especially when it comes to like de-escalating. Like if you understand where your player is coming from, why are they upset? Why are they coming on this forum and posting this negative feedback and saying they're upset? Then you can better understand and get to the root of what's really causing their problem. And then you're better equipped to help them out. Like, um, you know, like if someone comes to the forum and they're just like, this, you know, this sucks and they don't say anything else. Like you can, you're better equipped. Like if you can understand like that they're saying that out of frustration, but there's obviously something that they, they care about or they wouldn't have posted on the forum to begin with. So you can kind of distill down into that a little bit better. Like, oh, I'm sorry to hear you say that. Can you be a little more specific so I can let the dev team know what it is that's making you upset right now that sort of thing I think that uh, that's extremely important and it's something that carries from marketing over to community but just kind of in a different way
0: yeah so how do you determine when you release something new out to the public uh, like um, new trailers information on the game goals etc cetera?
1: So that's like a really big question because there's so much that goes into those decisions and there are many different teams that get their say before those decisions are made. But like at the same time, like when there's something that that I know the community's been asking for, like a new feature, say it's blouse boots, you know, something else. And I know that the dev team is going to deliver it. Sometimes I get to help. I do help get to help craft those messages and when they go out and that's, Such an exciting time. Like everyone's so excited. When we get to deliver something to the community that everybody knows that they've been asking for, like it's just the most amazing feeling.
0: So, how do you target certain audiences when crafting your messages for social media?
1: So as far as something like that goes, we just always try to keep our players in mind along with the tone of our games. Like if you read through the different Twitter feeds of our different brands, each one sounds a little bit different. Like Rabbids doesn't sound like The Division. Rainbow <laughs> Six yeah. kind of has its own. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Rainbow Six has its own voice. Um, Trials has its own voice. Like uh, we instead of really just targeting certain people, we just try to be authentic to what our brands are and what they stand for.
0: How do you keep the community engaged, uh, like in between product launches when you don't really have anything to announce?
1: Uh, there's a lot of different ways we can keep them engaged. Uh, sometimes we'll hold contests, uh, we'll promote fan-made content, like just fan art, whether it be you know that or videos, or I've seen players make songs, cosplays, we'll promote those on the Twitter feeds. Um, we'll also sometimes have, uh, like regular community focused live streams, which is personally my favorite thing to do. Uh, and then we just also get into the conversations going on around our games and just keep them engaged and let them know like, Hey, we don't have a lot going on right now, but we're still listening to you and we're still, you know, keeping you involved in our conversation and, and, and taking note of everything you're saying.
0: Just like a, oh, we're still here type thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like from the Twitter accounts that I help run, like I, I not only look at direct mentions, but I also look at certain like hashtags and things like that. And I'll get in there. And like, if someone, I guess this kind of goes along with promoting fan art, but just say that, you know, someone shares a really cool painting that they did of, of Aiden from Watch Dogs, but they don't mention Watch Dogs and they just hashtag it. I will still get in there and be like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" or whatever. Great work, or you know, and let them know that we saw it.
0: I bet you that's very reassuring for the for the people <laughs> who actually created it, because um, I know I know someone personally who did uh, fan art, and um, it wasn't to Ubisoft, but uh, I believe it was to three four three industries for Halo, and. Uh, i think they picked it up and showed it and he boy was he happy he was showing it off to everyone and it really makes people's people days so people's days so
1: that's awesome that's awesome i love stuff like that
0: yeah what feedback or engagement are you looking for from the gaming community
1: as far as feedback itself goes in my opinion any feedback is good feedback as long as it's well-constructed. Positive feedback is great. It lets the dev team know that what they're doing is is appreciated in the community and it's awesome. But negative feedback also serves a purpose because it lets us know where we can improve the games and make the, the experience that much better for the players. Like when I say negative feedback, I always take it to the team, see what can be done about it. And just like the blouse boots thing, like there have been real changes that have come to our games based on the negative feedback I've brought back to the teams. As far as engagement goes, I just want to see them as engaged as possible. Like not only just with us, but with each other. Because to be honest, the worst thing that can happen to a game is just for the community to go silent. Because that means they don't care anymore. Like not only are they probably not playing, but they don't care enough to even post. And that to me is like what I try to avoid at all times. It's kind of like, it's like, I don't know if you've ever seen Parks and Rec, but there's this one scene yes. where Leslie Nopes like, what I hear when I'm being yelled at is people caring loudly at me. And like, I feel that, like, I really feel that, <laughs> like, I would rather have people at least caring enough to say something negative than just dead radio silence. So it's, it's hard to put a gauge on like how much engagement I just want as much as possible, <laughs> you know? And, and just any feedback, like I said, as long as it's constructed, like in a way that's kind of more actionable that I can take it back. Cause like I said earlier, like when people just post something like this sucks, like, well, okay.
0: Why? What, why? <laughs> like yeah. what?
1: I, I can't just like take that back to the dev team and be like well this is what they said you know like i you know it needs to be constructed in a in a way where i can take it to the dev team and be like hey the community wants this thing or they think a tweak to this would would really improve quality of life in the game or something like that
0: yeah so so then with um trying to keep you know the chatter alive and stuff like that how do you deal with games like ghost recon phantoms that are uh, a bit older now and kind of dying off a little bit more.
1: Um. Well, with Phantoms, we just, we kept trying to be as engaged as we could up until the very end. Um. I remember I was still doing weekly live streams and then we'd host like I do smaller weekly live streams during the week. And then once a month we'd have a big community hangout where we would do giveaways and things like that. And we did that right up until the servers got turned off. Um and that's just how we how we tend to do. We take care of our community even when the games are, are maybe a little bit slower. There's still, you know, a community manager for those games, usually until maybe like the next Like if, if a game has a sequel or a next iteration comes out, then, you know, we kind of shift focus, but like for me, I work on Just Dance and we've just celebrated 10 years of Just Dance. So if someone comes to me with a, a question about Just Dance 2018, I'm still going to try and help them, even though we're on Just Dance 2020, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the shift, the focus may shift to the newer title, but you know, we still try to help all of our community as best we can.
0: So for my last question, um, what has been some of, like, the best feedback that you personally have seen from the community that you kind of want to see again for uh projects that you're currently working on or in other games even?
1: Oh, gosh. That is... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I can think of anything necessarily specific. I really felt good when the core wildlands community started to really see changes that we were making based on their feedback and how excited that got them. And that's not like a specific thing. And I kind of talked about it earlier, but to me like that just that just like makes my whole job and it just makes everything that i do and even maybe the not so fun part so worth it and exciting when when the community gets excited and they're like hey you, you are listening to us this is so great look at how much better the the game experience is now than it was six months ago because they listened to our feedback and you know that to me is just what it's just it, it just makes my day. It just puts a big <laughs> smile on my face and I always want to be able to do that for communities. I always want to be able to have them say you guys listen to us and and the game just keeps getting better and better.
0: All right, so for everyone listening to this, feedback, feedback, feedback.
1: <laughs> yes, forums, Twitter, uh anywhere on an official channel i will say that like dms are not the best way to send feedback because if you have an opinion on something in a game the best thing you can do in order for it to really be actionable is to post it in a place where other community members can then go and reply to you and say Yes, I want this thing too. Or, you know, maybe they say, no, I don't want this thing. And we see that, okay, well, one person wants this thing, but then here came 30 people who say they didn't, you know what I mean? Like it's posted in a place where a conversation can happen around whatever your feedback is. Uh, that's the best thing to do. I've seen so many people like just send emails with feedback, or you know, sometimes I'll get Twitter DMs or Discord DMs or forum DMs, and it's just the a conversation lives or dies in a DM. So make sure that if you have feedback about a game, make sure to post it and post it where other people can see it.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is all I have. All the questions I have for you today um thanks a lot for coming on the podcast it was it, it means a lot to me honestly um and it puts a smile on my face so
1: <laughs> and that's what i'm here for it's like exactly thank you, thank you for having me <laughs> seriously this has been awesome
0: thanks again for listening to today's episode a special thanks to carrie bland for joining us in today's episode and also to jessica roach for setting up the interview game on Find AFcast on Instagram and Twitter, at AFcommunity, for any updates on future podcast episodes. If you want to join the community Discord, find the link in the description or on the website, afcommunity.com. Special thanks to DJ Augie for making the music for this podcast.